The housing minister is now investigating whether building regulations for high-density accommodation are fit for purpose at the Prime Minister's request. This follows the fatal fire at Loafers Lodge in Wellington. Now, Auckland Council has a proactive inspection programme for suspected boarding houses in the region. And joining us now is the Compliance Manager, Adrian Wilson. Kia ora, Adrian. Kia ora, Lisa. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. What are the barriers to keeping an eye on these building houses and the quality of lodges and the like? What's what's stopping you being able to do that in an efficient way? Um, I'm not sure there's any barriers. There's legislation in place that, uh, with regards to building warrants of fitnesses, which looks at uh, boarding houses of this type. So that there is legislation in place. Um, but I suppose it's probably the volume and, and ones that pop up that we're not aware of that we need to go out and check on and make sure they're obviously safe. How many are there in Auckland of this kind? Um, there's, there's no actual register of boarding houses because there's Isn't no Isn't that the problem, Adrian? You don't actually know. Um, well, although we don't actually know, we do know what buildings are out there that require a building warrant of fitness, which, which include all boarding houses uh, and other similar type uh, buildings, even office buildings need a building warrant of fitness. So they're, all, they're still all known to council. And obviously our proactive stance is to look at ones that may not be known to council that, that come to our attention through complaints or from other agencies. So what kind of complaints and issues are you seeing with these places? Um, it might come down to the, the standard of accommodation. It may come down to overcrowding. Uh, their building warrants of fitness uh, might not be uh, fully compliant. So we, we check on those sorts of issues, that primarily looking at the safety of a particular building. And how common is that and how much of a concern is it to you? Um, I would say the vast majority of boarding houses we find are compliant, but we tend to try and focus on those that we are aware of that there may be issues. Uh, and we go in with uh, partner agencies, tenancies, um, FENS, etc. And we, we, we try and find out um, all aspects of the way they operate and making sure they're safe. And, and where we do find minor issues, we, we get them to address them quite quickly. Um, uh, right up to when we find dangerous buildings and we require them to remove people from the premises. But we generally try to work with the business owners themselves. How often have you done that, close them down, in recent years? Um, oh, probably only a handful where we've actually asked them to close down. Um, most of the time they, they do comply with what we request them to do in terms of uh, addressing any particular uh, issues such as sprinklers not working or um, alarms not working. Yeah, I'm looking at a memo you wrote for Auckland Council in 2021, I think it is, and in it you're saying the general standard of the accommodation that was inspected was poor in most of the properties visited and yep. the closure of boarding houses is avoided due to the lack of alternative accommodation for tenants. I'm just wondering... Are there places that should be shut down but are not because there's simply no place for these people to go? It's a rock and a hard place situation. Uh, I wouldn't say that if we find that something's imminently dangerous in, in a building, then we will take action to, to make sure people are removed from the property. So it's not a case of we'd leave buildings out there intentionally dangerous. But we do try and address some of those issues that we find with the owners themselves um, uh, so that we can be rest assured that we leave it in a safe, you know, a safe environment for those living there. Adrian, are the owners that you're dealing with when you find that there are issues, is it an accident that they're not complying or are they trying to do things on the cheap and get as much money out of their tenants as possible? 
Um, I don't know whether it, you would say it was an accident. It may be something that's overlooked when they when they look through their schedules when they do their annual uh, warrants fitness. They do uh, employ independent qualified persons to actually come in and do that assessment for them and check all their fire safety. And that's what we rely upon in that building warrants of fitness uh, process is to make sure that that's been uh, tested and therefore we can issue that new building warrant of fitness. I note in this memo you also made a point of um, highlighting the fact that there are staff safety issues going on inspections at some of these lodges um, because of the changing nature of tenants. Can you tell us a bit about that, please? Yeah, if we, if we have uh, information that there may be people that, um, you know, um, have any particular issues, they may be violent uh, or may have been violent in the past, um, then we will look at taking police along with us as part of that joint uh, visit, um, purely for the safety of the, uh, those agencies concerned. Thank you for your time, Adrian. That is Adrian Wilson, who's from Auckland Council, um, and he is the manager of proactive compliance there.